Falche. I'm Kanyoch, the Hebridean Baker. Join me as I travel through the Scottish islands, sharing stories, recipes, wee Gaelic lessons and songs, as well as some Hebridean history. Today's special episode is all about the folklore and mythology of the Hebrides and is dedicated to Michelle at the Twig and Feather Tea Store. Check her out on TikTok as The Glitter in the Dirt. She sent us this message. I love this so much, especially as um, a witch myself, so many of the traditions that I choose to follow come from Scotland and the Isle of Man. And it is just mm-hmm. absolutely amazing to hear it coming from somebody who lives there. And also um, to realize how I have been mutilating the pronunciation of so many words. But I just love this so much. And I really wanted to tell you that it meant a lot to me. And thank you. Thanks, Michelle. The Outer Hebrides of the west coast of Scotland are made up of a great number of large and small islands. Many of these isolated islands are the source of a number of myths and legends. It is a part of Scotland which has always relied on the surrounding sea to sustain the small communities which have occupied parts of the islands for centuries. Therefore, it is natural that the lochs and seas are a source for many of these legends. I want to tell you about the Nchech Uske. Nchech is the Gaelic for a horse and Ushka water. This is a supernatural water horse found in the Hebrides. It has often been described as perhaps the fiercest and most dangerous of all the water horses. Now they're often mistaken for the Kelpie, which inhabits streams and rivers, but the Inchech Ushka lives in the sea or in lochs. He is a shapeshifter, disguising itself as a fine horse or handsome man. Now if, while in the horse form, a man mounts it, he is only safe as long as the Inchechushka is ridden in the interior of land. However, the merest glimpse or smell of water means the end of the rider, for the Inchech Ushker's skin becomes adhesive and the creature immediately goes to the deepest part of the loch with its victim. After the victim has drowned, the Inchech Ushker tears him apart and devours the entire body except for the liver, which floats to the surface. 
In its human form, it is said to appear as a handsome man, and can be recognized as a mythological creature only by the water weeds or sand and mud in its hair. Because of this, people in the Hebrides were often wary of lone animals and strangers by the water's edge, near where the Inchek Ushka was reputed to live. Along with its human victims, cows and sheep were also often prey to the Inchekushka, and it could be lured out of the water by the smell of roasted meat. One story from John Mackay's Moor West Highland Tales runs thus. A blacksmith from Rasse lost his daughter to the Inchekushka. In revenge, the blacksmith and his son made a set of large hooks. In a forge they set up by the lochside. They then roasted a sheep and heated the hooks until they were red hot. At last, a great mist appeared from the water, and the Inchek Ushka rose from the depths and seized the sheep. The blacksmith and his son rammed the red-hot hooks into its flesh and after a short struggle dispatched it. In the morning there was nothing left of the creature apart from a jelly-like substance. The Scottish folklorist John Campbell recorded numerous tales and traditions concerning the Inchekushka. In one account, a man who was about to be carried by the water horse into the loch was able to save himself by placing both feet on either side of a narrow gateway the horse was running through, thereby wrenching himself off its back through sheer force. A boy who had touched the horse with its finger and gotten stuck was able to save himself only by cutting his finger off. The Inchek Ushka is unpredictable. It has been known to venture forth on land and attack solitary individuals, while other accounts it will allow itself to be used as a farm labourer until its owner gets on its back and is carried into the loch. The Inchekushka also has a particular desire for women. Any woman upon whom it sets its mark was certain at last to become its victim. A young woman herding cattle encountered a water horse in the form of a handsome young man who laid its head in, his la in her lap and fell asleep. When he stretched himself, she discovered that he had the horse's hooves and quietly made her escape. In another account, a water horse in human shape came to a woman's house where she was alone and attempted to court her. But all he got for his unwanted advances was boiling water hurled between his legs. He ran from the house, roaring in pain.
In a third tale, a father and his three sons conspired to kill a water horse that came to the house to see the daughter. When they grabbed the young man, he reverted to his equine form and would have carried them into the loch, but in the struggle they managed to slay him with their dirks. Despite its amorous tendencies, however, the Enchek Ushka is just as likely to simply devour women in the same manner as its male victims. There is a song sung by Julie Fowlis I would like you to listen to. It's on her latest album, Alterum, called Jerich mi Mok Bjarnachtejeri. This is a very moving song, which is interesting as it's sung from the point of view of the Inchechushka, who is usually portrayed as the frightening character in stories, but in this instance is the victim. He has been betrayed by his mortal lover, and she has left him with their child, which he cannot take care of. In the song, he begs her to return. It goes, I arose early, I arose early, wouldn't that I hadn't. I was distressed by what sent me out. Hilyova ho, Hilyova ho. There was a mist on the hill, there was a mist on the hill, and showers of rain, and I came across a pleasant maiden. Hilyova ho, Hilyova ho. I'll give you wine, I'll give you wine and all that will please you. But I won't arise with you in the morning. Hilyova ho, Hilyova ho. Girl of the calves, girl of the calves, I was with you in the cattle fold, and the rest were asleep. Hilyova ho, Hilyova ho. The white brown wicked one, the white brown wicked one, bore me a son, although coldly did she nurse him. Hilyova ho, Hilyova ho. The calf of my song, the calf of my song, was beside a hillock without fire, protection or shelter. Hilyova ho, Hilyova ho. More, my love, more, my love, return to your little son, and I'll give you a beautiful speckled wife. Hilyova ho, Hilyova ho. On my home island of Lewis, there is a water spirit called the Shawnee. The inhabitants of the island used to gain the favour of Shawnee by a cup of ale. Coming to the church of Mialrua, each man carrying his own provisions. Every family on the island gave a bag of malt, and it was brewed into ale. 
one of the men was then chosen to wade into the sea up to his waist, carrying in his hand the cup full of ale. When he reached a proper depth, he stood and cried aloud, Shawnee, I give thee this cup of ale, hoping that thou wilt be so good as to send us plenty of seaweed for enriching our ground during the coming year. He then threw the ale into the sea in a ceremony performed at night. On his coming to land, they all returned to church, where there was a candle burning on the altar. There they stood still for a time, when on giving a signal the candle was put out, and straight away they adjourned to the fields, where the night was spent enjoying the rest of the ale that had been made. Next morning they returned to their homes, in the belief that they had ensured a plentiful crop for the season ahead. In traditional Hebridean folklore, the Sheehan, or fairies, are a morally ambiguous supernatural race of small creatures that inhabit places of special significance across the Hebridean Islands. Evidence of the Sheehan are found throughout the Hebrides, interwoven within its landscape, stories, music and traditional healing beliefs of the native Hebridean people. The Sheehan women are commonly noted as being no taller than a young girl in height and wearing green clothes, whereas the Sheehan men are noted as being of four feet in height and wearing clothes dyed red with crotal. Most stories on the Sheehan describe them as either great beauties or wizened creatures. The Banshee, like Banshee, literary fairy women, is noted as having no nostrils, webbed feet, and long sagging breasts that cannot suckle her young. However, this can be contradicted in many sources, and in them the Ben Shi is noted as being remarkably handsome. In Mull and its neighbouring islands of the Inner Hebrides, the Shihen are said to have only one nostril. However, this seems to be exclusive to this region of the Hebrides. The Sheehan in stories are often seen from the entrance of their dwelling. They are often having a keili or party inside their homes. One of the heirlooms of the chiefs of the Clan MacLeod is the fairy flag and numerous traditions state that the flag originated as a gift 
from the fairies. I hope you enjoyed these stories of Hebridean mythology and folklore. But we finish with a message from Elizabeth Lindenbaum. Hi, Kanyach. I visited the Hebrides in 2012 when I was a student. It is such a stunning and unique place, and I miss it dearly. One of my favorite memories was strolling on Bernere, apologies if I mispronounced it, trying to spot birds and other wildlife when I was met on the road by a small herd of Shetland ponies. It was so unexpected. Can you share a little about some of the animals that are native to Scotland, particularly the Hebrides? Thanks, Elizabeth. I'm so pleased you enjoyed your trip to the Outer Hebrides, and I hope you will return again. Now, I wonder if the ponies that you met were actually Eriske ponies, or as we say in Gaelic, Czech Bek Nanyelan. They are generally grey in colour and have a dense, waterproof coat that protects them in harsh weather. The breed Eriske pony developed in ancient times in the Hebrides, and a small population remained pure and protected from crossbreeding by the remoteness of the islands. But they are still very rare today. The Eriske pony, of course, developed on the island of Eriske in the Outer Hebrides, and it has its roots in Celtic and Norse breeding. And they're quite related to other northern Atlantic breeds, including the Icelandic horse and the Faroe pony. But my favourite story is about the SS politician. This boat in 1941 sank off the Eriske coast, and the islanders, using their Eriske ponies, carried away the cargo of 250,000 bottles of whiskey. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hebridean Baker podcast. Now remember, you can always log in to hebrideanbaker.com or, of course, tune in to see myself, Peter and Shoris as we continue to have adventures on TikTok. Aichewa.